Hi, and welcome to the Big Kid Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Z. Welcome back. I'm very excited slash super nervous, so a mix between scared and nervous <laughs> for this episode because definitely putting myself out there a little bit. Um, even though I'm sitting in a room by myself, just knowing that people are listening to this makes me nervous. <laughs> so across all of the KDC and YYC platforms, this month in March, we're talking about curiosity and blame. What it looks like, what it feels like for us, where we feel it in our bodies, what we do when we feel blame, blamed, curious, and how we can use one to solve the other. So in this episode, I'm talking about one of the biggest things that I blame myself for. And it took me a long time to forgive myself. And I've learned a lot of really great life lessons that I'd love to share with you in hopes that you never have to get to this place in your life. I was living my life, doing my thing, and really just doing things because I was so scared to feel anything and I was avoiding myself completely because I didn't believe in myself and I didn't think that I was worth a lot and so I treated myself pretty badly. I talk about kindness driving change and how kindness to ourselves is one of the biggest and most important places to start and (laughs) I learned this the hard way when I was told that I was a type 2 diabetic. It's happened over Christmas break and I was in the hospital over some excruciating pain and I was pissed because I was supposed to be on vacation and I was annoyed that I had done this to myself wholeheartedly. Type 2 diabetes, that was all me. I was spending so much time running away from myself for so long. I thought that I had beaten it by becoming sober for the past nine years. But with food is how I continued to be unkind to myself and it wasn't until I was keeled over in our bed telling my partner that I was in too much pain to move that I knew that this was me and I needed to do something different. Going through that it wasn't necessarily a rock bottom or something like that but it was a rude awakening again that this was on me and at first that was really hard to swallow I had been eating anything I wanted for as long as I wanted and to all of a sudden be conscious of what I was putting in my body was really annoying to get used to and I didn't enjoy it and it was because my relationship with food was coming from a place of negativity it was coming from a place of me trying to stuff in my feelings and not feel 
what I needed to. And it was that self-hatred and that negativity towards myself. It was so much self-judgment that I didn't want to see what was right in front of me. And our bodies are smart. And there were red flags that I should have picked up on. But at the same time, I didn't know what was normal. It was my normal to continually have yeast infections and UTIs. I just thought that was what was supposed to happen. But no, those are red flags. Duh. (laughs) And it was just really listening and taking care. It was learning how to love myself and to not treat myself like an asshole. It was that constant reminder that I am all I have at the end of the day. It was learning also how to trust myself again. There were a lot of days, more than I'd like to admit, driving around in my car on these new medications that I would get sick while I was driving. I would need to pull over. I got really good at storing bags and extra Tupperware in my car for these reasons. It was gross. (laughs) I had a good cleaning system down. But it was learning, again, how to trust my body. And all of those signs for me that normally would be a red flag for an anxiety attack, it was now low blood sugar. So it was learning also what those differences were. So not only were my hands becoming sweaty, but I would start to get sweaty all over and then my heart would start to beat fast. See, these are all common signs to me of an anxiety attack. So now I know it's also signs of low blood sugar, so now I have to pay more attention to my body. This might sound so simple to some people, but really this was eye-opening to me that I was spending so much time ignoring everything within me And trying to shut it up with different addictions continually or different people or different things. That was another really big lesson that I learned that it all has to start within. And we can try to, again, stuff in those feelings with food and other addictions, but If I can't be okay with me first, nothing else will matter. It also makes me feel really proud because I am now stronger. I am, have lost so much weight that I wasn't even expecting. And again, it's funny because I see so many people when I go to the bathroom, right? Um, in common bathroom areas, obviously, um, taking care and checking themselves out in the mirror, right? I think we all have friends that even like a reflection, they will be checking themselves out in the mirror. But I was the exact opposite, where if I know there's a mirror there, I wouldn't look up because I wasn't often pleased with what was looking back at me. So I ignored my reflection a lot of the time. And so... I didn't realize even that I was losing weight 
until my clothes started to fit a little bit different and then one person said it and then another person said it and then another person said it and then I was starting to get compliments that I didn't know what to do with them because I was so used to hating on myself that when people were trying to show me appreciation I was so confused but it was because again I was taking the time to love myself to take care of what I was putting into my body and how I was treating my mind um, that other people started to notice so I had to learn how to take a compliment and I'm very gracious and I keep it in my mind in my heart pocket for those really really hard days so that's why I love giving compliments to people as well because I hope that they can do the same thing and remember that no I remember someone told me that this outfit makes me look great and that I look great and I feel great and again that comes from what I'm thinking and how I think about myself so diabetes has taught me <laughs> Well, how to eat properly in a way that's, again, much kinder to myself. It's taught me how to appreciate the love that's coming in and how to love myself as well. How to trust my body and how to be okay with me. One of the hardest life lessons I've learned, and I feel like even in six episodes, I've said that in every episode, but it's that things aren't happening to me. They're for me. And even though I didn't see it at the time, all of it has been for the best. So I want you to remember that you have more control than you're giving yourself credit for. So let's stop the blame and focus on what you have control over. Kindness drives change. And maybe you're the one that needs a little bit of kindness. But pay attention. Are you spending too much time traveling to Blame Island because you're pissed about something that happened to you? Or you're mad at somebody because of something they said or they did to you? Or you think they think about you? Right? Over on the blog, kdcmyyc.com, I wrote about some of the tips I used to help me get over my own self-blame. And I talked a little bit about it here too, but if you want a concrete worded version, you can head over there. Also make sure you check out the Facebook page for more conversations and the forum and hit us up on Instagram at bigkidpod. I'm really excited to keep talking about how you guys experience blame. So let me know. When was the last time you blamed somebody? Who was it? Let me know. Talk to you guys next week. Peace.